0: Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey friends, welcome to episode three of the Health Forward podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about food. So grab yourself a healthy snack and let's get into it. Have you ever thought to yourself, what am I supposed to eat? Which diet is best? Low carb? Paleo? Keto? Zone? Mediterranean? Vegan? Why are there so many choices? I think most of us have had those questions. I know that I have. When I was first starting out in my health journey, I was constantly searching for the best this or that. I think this especially seems to be an issue for those of us who are a little more type A and need to know the exact list of do's and don'ts in order to achieve those perfect results. I also think it's natural to look at what other people are doing and assume that if it's working for them, then surely it will work for us too. Well, today I want to talk to you about why I think that there is not a perfect one-size-fits-all diet out there, and why I actually believe that trying to have everyone eat the exact same way could do more harm than good. Now, having said that, let me be clear. There are general guidelines that are helpful for most people, and I actually have a little freebie guide for you guys that I'll link in the show notes that goes more into that. Things like eating leafy greens, drinking water... Reducing inflammatory foods like sugar and processed junk food, those kinds of things benefit pretty much everyone, and I think we kind of know that. But what I'm really talking about today in this episode is more specific guidelines. Things like, you should eat X number of carbs, but only after this time of day, or everyone needs to eat low carb and high protein kind of guidelines. Here's the deal we are all individuals. We have different blood types, different activity levels, different stress levels, different ethnic backgrounds, different levels of emotional health. We're all different, and those differences have a distinct effect on how our bodies can function. This is called bioindividuality. There can't be a healthy, one-size-fits-all, perfect diet for everyone because every individual person has a genetic makeup specific to them and therefore will respond to a diet, I really don't like that word, by the way, so let's say way of eating, differently than someone else. We are all far too individualistic to all thrive by eating the exact same foods. Let me give you an example. Let's say two women, two best friends that are about the same age and size, decide to try a raw food vegan diet together. They meet up after a few weeks to check in with each other and realize that they are responding to the exact same way of eating and the exact same kinds of foods completely differently. One of them is feeling great. She has a clear mind, she has high energy, she's losing weight, but the other is feeling awful. She has major brain fog, low energy, a continual dull headache, and hasn't lost a pound. How can this be? Isn't eating vegan healthy? Isn't eating raw fruits and vegetables healthy? Shouldn't they both feel amazing? Well, if we take a closer look at each of these women, then we start to see that while they have a lot of similarities, they also have major differences, and those differences are having a major effect on how their bodies Are reacting to these foods. For instance, they have different blood types. One is A positive and the other O negative. They also have different ethnic backgrounds. One has Indian ancestry and the other European. These factors plus many more like medical issues can have a huge role in how our bodies digest and metabolize food. And as a result, how we feel after eating certain foods or going without certain foods, like meat and animal products in this example. I'm sure you've had the same experience. You go on a new diet with a friend of yours, and one of you does amazing, loses weight, feels awesome, and the other, not so much. This concept of bio-individuality can actually provide us with a lot of freedom. I believe that our bodies were created with a God-given intelligence to know how to function optimally. Think about it. You don't need to remind your heart to pump or your lungs to breathe. And you don't have to walk your body through the process of digesting your lunch. It just does it. It knows what to do. It was created to know what to do. I think the same can be true when it comes to knowing how we should be eating for our unique bodies. Unfortunately, I think this innate intelligence that our bodies were given can often get silenced and crowded out by things like marketing and, let's be honest, by the comparison game. How many times have you scrolled through Instagram seeing that someone has lost a lot of weight or gotten really fit really fast by using the latest trendy diet or weight loss product and thought, that is exactly what I need. By the way, I'm not here to bash those things. They're not all bad. And actually, sometimes they can provide really helpful tools and motivation that catapults a person into making changes. The issue that I'm talking about here is not taking time to educate yourself on what is actually healthy versus just trendy, and even more than that, what is actually healthy for you. Without doing this, you may unknowingly be sabotaging yourself. Okay, so now that I've burst your bubble and said that there is no one-size-fits-all perfect way to eat, I want to leave you with a few simple tips that I think will help you discover what is best for your body. So first, start with the basics. These are those general guidelines I referred to earlier. Things like not eating artificial and processed junk foods. We know that eating more whole foods and vegetables, clean protein sources, drinking more water. As I mentioned before, I have a fun little freebie download for you guys in the show notes called the Kitchen Makeover Guide, and it basically just outlines what kinds of foods are good for us to have in our kitchen and the ones we need to just go ahead and get out of there. The second thing is to consider your unique circumstances. The first thing to consider is your blood type and your ancestry. So both of those things can give you an idea of how your body can handle certain types of foods like meat, for example. So people with type O blood have shorter intestines that are better designed to digest meat faster. So they do better with all kinds of meat, especially red meat. Those with blood type B don't process chicken as well and really should look at other protein choices instead of chicken. And then blood type A, they actually do better extracting protein out of vegetarian sources, and they may do better on like a vegan diet or vegetarian diet. If you want more information about eating for your blood type, I'm going to link a really cool short five minute video by Food is Medicine TV in the show notes. Another thing we need to consider is the amount of stress we're under. As we learned in the last episode, our bodies operate in one of two modes, either fight or flight or rest and digest. We really can't do both at the same time. If we're under a lot of stress, our bodies cannot digest as well. So one of the things we can do to support our bodies during those times when we're under a lot of stress, maybe it's a lot of stress at work, maybe it's at home with finances or kids or babies not sleeping or whatever it is, during those times, we can help support our bodies by making it easier on them to digest food. And one of the ways you can do that is by eating a well-cooked, balanced meal every time you eat. So by a balanced meal, I mean includes a complex carbohydrate like maybe a root vegetable and a clean animal protein source as well as a healthy fat. Those three will work to stabilize your body and they're easier for your body to digest than say raw foods. So even a healthy food like a salad may not be the best choice during times of high stress like that. It makes our body have to work harder and therefore can actually delay healing because our body's having to focus on metabolizing and digesting those hard to digest foods rather than on resting and healing and recovering. This is especially important when we are having medical issues. Speaking of medical issues, that is the next thing that I want to focus on for a minute. If we are struggling with a specific medical diagnosis, a complex health issue like diabetes or hormonal imbalance diseases, thyroid diseases, infertility, anything like that, please be sure that you're working with not only a primary care physician, which is very important, but also in addition to that, a health professional that's trained in nutrition and trained in how food affects the body and can help walk you through an elimination diet or changing the way you're eating in a safe manner. I can't stress that enough. You're going to save yourself so much time by reaching out and getting the support you need rather than just trying to do it yourself, take a shot in the dark and guess at what's best for you. The third tip I have that I think will really help you start to learn your body and learn how to listen to your body is to keep a food journal for 30 days. Now, please hear me say this. I am not referring to a calorie tracking journal or counting your macros, your protein, carbs, and fats. Those are, That's not what I'm talking about right now. Those things are fine and they have their place and they can be really helpful. But right now, what I want you to focus on is writing down everything you eat and then also writing down how you feel while you're eating and how you feel within about an hour or so after you've had that meal. Doing this and keeping this journal will not only help you to determine what specific foods make you feel good or make you feel bad, but more importantly, it gets you in the process of learning to listen to your body. Remember that everyone will respond differently, even to healthy foods. Even the foods that you're going to find on my um, kitchen makeover guide list, those are all healthy foods. Those are great foods to have, but your body will respond differently to them than another person's will. You are the only one who can know. You're the only one that can listen to your body and know how it feels. And it is so important for you to learn how to do this. Friends, there's no easy button or hack when it comes to our health. Sometimes I really wish that there were, but there's not. It's a process. It takes time and it takes intentionality, but it's really worth it. And I think you're going to feel so much better for it. And the knowledge you gain through the process is really worth it. And it will help you in the long run when you face your next health challenge or you are working on your new goal. You're going to have the added benefit of knowing how to listen to your body and know what's best for your body. Thank you so much for being here with me today and taking the time to listen. Make sure that if you want the free kitchen makeover guide that you go to the link in the show notes. All you have to do is put in your email and then it will be sent directly to your inbox. And it's just my little way of saying thank you guys for being here and for listening. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have a question about today's episode or if something wasn't clear, or if you feel like you need more support, please let me know. I would be happy to help. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.